Welcome to Reality Check, your source for the latest reality wrap-ups. My name is Emma Fullen, and I am your host. Uh, just a little bit about me, if you're new to the podcast. I am a junior journalism major, and I am Byte's senior reviews editor. And this season, we are covering Temptation Island. This week, I'm here with... Sydney Wiseman. I am a also a journalism major. I'm a junior, and I am Byte's copy editing director. Amazing. Um, thank you. What is your relationship with TV? Or um, reality TV, I should say. I have seen season one of The Circle mm -hmm. and also about half the season of the first season of Too Hot to Handle, but it was too hot for me to handle, so <laughs> I had to stop. That's a, good um, one. <laughs> a few episodes of Wife Swap and one season of The Bachelor, and it was the one where he didn't choose anyone, so I'm never watching <gasps> that again. Was that... That's happened? It was Pilot Pete. No. <laughs> People loved Pilot Pete, too, I know. right? I liked him, and then he couldn't choose between the last two. That's so sad. He could, like, he loved both of them, or he didn't yeah, like he them? he loved both of them, and they rejected him, because <gasps> they're like, you can't choose one of us. We don't want you. Well, spoilers for this last season of Bachelor, so... It was, like, a couple seasons well, ago. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil the last season, because oh, okay. I didn't watch the entire season, and then... I talked about this on the last pod with Bernadette, mm. but I said that I was going to go s watch some of The Bachelor with our friends, and it was, like, literally the last two episodes of the entire season, and so that's a great way to jump into The Bachelor after not seeing it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he was like, I love all three of these girls. I have to choose to not give one of them a rose. And then he, you know how there's, like, the room where, like, they can go, and it's like a night alone, and like you choose what you want to do with that night alone. But he chose to get a little intimate with the other two girls before going into the room with the third girl, and she was like, how could you do this? And he's like, but I love you the most. And then she left, and then the other two girls, it was a whole mess. It was insane. That sounds even messier than the one I watched. Yeah, so then it was like, he didn't not choose them, but then they were all like, this is so messed up, and then he ended up being together with the last girl anyway. So, reality TV. That was a little of a tangent, <laughs> but that's great. So, did you like The Circle? Um, I did. I thought it was cool because it wasn't focused on love as much. It was more like getting people to like you based on your personality or like a made-up personality, and mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting, like the strategies that they used. So it's like a little experimental, mm -hmm. which it's this season or Temptation Island just in and of itself is also kind of experimental. That's yes. how they say the show is. So to give a, a short synopsis again, if anyone forgot, how could you forget? <laughs> but um, Temptation Island describes itself as an experiment. We get four couples in rocky relationships who split up into separate houses filled with 12 singles of the opposite sex. Will they find new love? Will they go back to each other? Perhaps they'll leave completely alone. Find out only on Temptation Island. So we meet the couples um, in last episode, but what I am really hoping from this next episode is that we kind of get into like the experiment of it all. Um, I wrote in my notes that there are a lot of shows that kind of call themselves an experiment, but mm. it's kind of categorized into like two separate experimental deals, you know? Mm. There's like the terrifying social experiment, and then there's like the will you find love in these really messy situations and circumstances experiments. 
So the first one is like survivor, naked and afraid. I think wife swap fits into mm -hmm. that terrifying stuff. And then there's like the second, which is love is blind, temptation island, and I'd also argue too hot to handle are all these like, will you find love and will you be able to stay away from each other or like whatever, you know? Um, and so you mentioned too hot to handle being a little too hot for yeah. you, but um, they had therapists. They yeah, had like they, they kind of worked through some stuff on the it show. It was very self introspective, I guess. It was very introspective, and that's exactly what I was hoping that this show would bring, Temptation Island, because how can you have couples come to the island to work on themselves by splitting them up and seeing if they'd be tempted by these singles? It, it seems isn't really counterintuitive. It is very it? counterintuitive. So I was really hoping, um, <laughs> I see in your notes. Um, Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah. I said that last night. I just think Dr. Phil would have a lot to say if he was on this show. He would just be, like, setting them straight. Be like, what are you doing? I think so, too. And I think he'd, like, actually bring out some good in them instead of how we saw in the highlights of the show and, like, the very beginning saying, like, all of the men were like, oh, my girlfriend has issues trusting me and I want to prove my commitment to her that were kind of spliced together mm -hmm. with scenes of them grinding with the singles in the house. I think Dr. Phil would really let them, like, face their issues mm -hmm. more. Mm-hmm. 100%. But this is probably below him. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> probably not at his pay grade. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot going for him right now. Um, so in the last episode, in the premiere, we, like I said, we met the couples. We met the singles tears were shed and mingles or singles were mingled <laughs> as I wrote um what were your thoughts because you watched it with me yes so Hanya and Ash I could kind of see them staying together even after this because I don't know if it would be healthy for them too but I feel like I get codependent vibes from them they seem like they both really care about each other and the only thing that's an issue right now is that it's going to be long distance soon mm -hmm. but I see them like maybe making it work just because they are so dependent on each other. Mm -hmm. um, then Iris and Luke, I feel like... So Iris says that Luke is emotionally unavailable, and I can see that, and I don't think it's because he doesn't have the emotions for her. I just think he doesn't know how to talk about his thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know how to put it into words. So there's, like, a communication barrier with them. Totally. And then there, it causes insecurity because they can't, like, there's no words of affirmation between them, I guess. Which we will get into later. Mm -hmm. And then LaSalle and Ashley, I could see them staying together or breaking up because they have been in a relationship the longest. Mm -hmm. So that gives them a pretty good chance. But they also started dating at a pretty young age. And I don't know if they had enough time to date other people before they got into such a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Good point. And settling down. And then I think education. Edgar and Jillian definitely are the most interesting to me, not just because they went to Ball State, <laughs> but <laughs> because they actually have a history of being unfaithful to each other, but they also have a lot of, a lot more chemistry than some of the other couples. Mm, I think that's a good analysis. Um, so in this episode, um, a lot went down. It, mm. From the very beginning, it was a ride. It really was. So that makes me very excited for the rest of the season. Um, but, yeah, what were some of your highlights? It was, it was very confusing. I didn't understand the weird party yes. between them so choosing their dates. 
So yeah, it 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 went from they wake up in the morning, um, they talk about what they want from this season. They do a little bit more of that, um, and then they are kind of hanging out with the singles. They're having some weird conversations. One guy just straight up said, like, what does love mean to you? <laughs> that was one of my favorite quotes. It was quotes. one of his pickup lines. Yeah. Um, everyone seemed really drunk, but, like, more like the couples were drunk and not the singles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of makes you think what's really going on behind the scenes. Um, someone Googled this. I think um, Ryan Googled this. He also watches with us and said that this show is filmed over a span of a month. I think yep. so seeing like everything happening at the beginning of a 11 12 episode series um you're like well did this happen in the last 48 hours like the last two episodes what is going on is everyone tired and drunk who are they getting yeah. fed it's very confusing the timeline is very confusing it's very unorganized we don't really understand like the order of the show and like the different tests that they're going through mm-hmm. they don't really explain a lot they need a narrator i think mm-hmm. we said yep um because a lot of shows like this they tend to have a narrator they t- they give a really in-depth explanation of what they're doing and how it's going to go down and mm-hmm. we're just getting none of that in this show no so it's very confusing especially when we go from these kind of like talks where everyone's having a good time during the day and then all of a sudden it's date selection day and we were very confused during this part because the couples were split up by gender and they were sitting up on this podium and then they had to choose from all of the 24 singles in front of them which person they'd want to have a date with and first of all how freaking cruel is that to your significant other it's so rude like Especially because a lot of the men were making comments like, oh, this is such a hard choice, so many yeah. to choose from. And Luke said that. He was like, so many to choose yes. from. And then Iris was like, what does that mean? Yeah, and then Edgar went to choose his date and then didn't make eye contact with mm-hmm. Jillian, which we were like, well, would it have been better if he made eye contact? I feel like I wouldn't have made eye contact I, if I had to do that. Well, I think maybe he's feeling some shame, mm-hmm. but then it really hurt Jillian, and she was like really upset by that. Um, and so we get through all of that, which is so awkward and so jolting, and then all of a sudden they're at a party. Yeah. It was so confusing. And then they were all mingling with all of the singles. They weren't even, like, just with their date that they chose. It was, like, with everyone. Everyone. But it was still in their separate villas. Mm -hmm. But they were, like, (laughs) in the men's villa, um, with the coupled men, they were... Pouring hot chocolate, uh, not chocolate, hot, chocolate syrup, syrup, and whipped cream, honey, Ooh. licking it off of the men. It was so disgusting. Yes. Um, we were like, what is going on? And then the women came out in um, animal outfits and costumes, and all the guys were kind of dressed up, and they had some kind of party, and we had no idea what was going on. And the whole time you were trying to figure out, like, is this the date that they mm-hmm. chose what how does this help anyone at all turns out it was just some fun nighttime party and then the next day all of a sudden which we get no you know transition into it's the day of the dates and they go hang gliding 
What did you think of the hang gliding? That was weird because they weren't, it wasn't a date. Mm -mm. They were just like strapped to these expert hang gliders. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that isn't quality time with the person that you chose to go on a date with. And they also seemed to be very drunk in in that. True. They seemed to be drunk and also a lot of them were like really nervous. Mm -hmm. So all the time they got with their date, I guess was beforehand when they were all stressing out about doing the hang gliding, especially Ash, and then afterwards when they were like, well, that was fun, haha, okay, we're done. We did get a really gold line oh. from Mike oh. where he goes, uh, I'm out of pickup lines, I don't know what to talk about now, and, and Ashley's like, what? <laughs> she literally said, are you playing games right now? <laughs> and we're like, yes, yes, Ashley. Because what the heck does that mean? Like, you can only communicate in pickup lines. Like, tell her about yourself. Be yourself. so awkward. And she had, like, a little interview. And so this is Ashley's, or who she chose to go on a date with. And this is the after the hang gliding, um, where they're just walking down a hill, I guess. This is their date to walk. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he just literally cannot find a single thing to say other than a pickup line, which he doesn't even have that. So confusing. So, um, oh, and by the way, during date selection day, a lot of them chose lookalikes. Yes, uh, I think uh, LaSalle chose Trace, and then Ashley said something. Oh, she said, she's a baddie, she's my twin with a weave. Yeah, so like they're... They definitely chose singles that looked like a lot of the members of the couples so that each member of the couples could have someone that's like their type, mm-hmm. I guess. And some of them did choose someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was telling Sydney before we started recording that Jillian reposted another podcast's um, little post about like a drinking game. And it was a bingo board and had a bunch of different things that happened during Temptation Island. They've seen the show before. We have not. And on the board, um, it said something like, um, drink when um, one of the couples chooses a single to go on a date with that looks exactly like their significant other. So I think this is woven into the show pretty well. Mm. Maybe the last three seasons they've done this, too. But it was very disorienting, and it kind of makes you think, like, well, how... I mean, it's like, in an experiment, you only have so many variables, and you only choose, like, you change so many variables so that you don't, like, mess up the experiment. And, like, I just feel like they're messing with a lot of variables here. I kind of wonder if some of the singles leave the show. I don't know if they're ever clear about that, but there's no way all the couples have, like, chemistry with each of the singles. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some of them have to leave eventually. I think they, they've insinuated voting off, mm. but I feel like it might be a new thing this season, so they haven't, like, really introduced it yet. I have no idea. If it is a thing, I feel like it's definitely a back burner thing and not, like, the main focus of the show is they're leaving now. Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely quiet. Yeah. It's very confusing. So having 12 single ladies or 12 single men in your villa for the entirety of the season is, I'm going to guess pretty overwhelming, especially when I feel like a lot of them have found people that they kind of mesh with really well from the very first day, like especially Jillian and Edgar found people that they like are okay with, which by the way, Edgar went on a date with this one girl who she tried to speak. She tried to say something on this date 
and it was it just kind of came out like well i just um yeah do you know what i mean yeah. and he's like yes i totally understand <laughs> and we're like what just happened they were communicating telepathically i guess so they're really on that level mm-hmm. i guess um but yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with that um and then he just kind of spoke for the rest of the date and she didn't really say anything and it was like how and and this is this is the girl that you told Jillian that you are liking so far that you have a connection with so far and it's only a one-sided conversation it's very confusing it looks like Edgar's getting a lot of free therapy from talking to all these girls there's one scene where all the guys all the other couples guys were like doing squats in the yard or something and then it pans to Edgar and he's like sitting in some like oh my god alcove with a girl like like, a giant closet it was like (laughs) Oh, it looked like the character from Beauty and the Beast. She's mm-hmm. like a giant closet. What is that called? The, is it like not a an armoire? An armoire. Yeah. It was like a giant oversized armoire, <laughs> and they were laying in it, and they looked like two little beans <laughs> because you don't see an armoire that big. It was so weird. Yeah, that was that was interesting too. There were a lot of interesting moments in this for sure, especially the bonfire. Yeah. It that that scene just didn't make much sense. No. He th- so the host went up to the boys, um, and said, "So, are you guys ready for your first bonfire?" And they're like, "Oh no, I'm so nervous." And then they get there, and then basically they're all sitting like really far apart from the host. It's the four of them, and then the host on the other side, and then it kind of looks like. Um, I don't even know what it's called. What do you, a speech podium type of thing. And they're watching, like, a tablet on this podium, like, feet away from them. (laughs) It was was very confusing. And the first one was Luke and... um, Iris? Iris, thank you. And she's basically just telling one of the singles in the villa about why she's there. It was something that we saw on the first episode. And... She is just kind of explaining, like, yeah, I see texts on his phone from other girls, and it's really disorienting, and it just makes me feel like I don't have a lot of trust in him. And so the host goes, so, Luke, what did you just hear? And he's like, yeah, I just, I feel like we're going around in circles, and I just, I don't know what to do. I I don't have the exact quote here. I might be embellishing. I might be whatever, but... We could not figure out what the hell this man was saying. Whatever he said, it was it didn't make sense. And what we could make sense of, it was, like, contradictory. Yes. And the host ended up kind of having to talk for him and put it into something coherent. And he was like, D- is that what you mean? And Luke is like, yes, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I mean. And I'm like, okay, you cannot speak. Like, this is this is just, I don't know. I think it's, this goes along with what Iris was saying. He just doesn't know how to put his emotions into words mm, he can't point. convey his feelings good at point. all so then the host goes maybe you just need to hear someone say like i'm proud of you and you're doing a really great job and luke starts to tear up a little bit yeah, he like smiled at that as like he was very happy to hear that mm-hmm. and he was like that's exactly what i need to hear so what we can gather from that is maybe he is trying hard in the relationship and it's never enough i think maybe that was the first time he had his efforts validated Mm -hmm. 
So that was a nice little section. You know, the the first episode, you're like, is he going to get more vulnerable? Mm -hmm. I don't think he can. I don't know if he can. And then here he is getting more vulnerable with the host, which isn't a therapist, by the way. Redirect this to your girlfriend or a therapist. (laughs) Go talk to her. Um, Keep that on hold (laughs) for a month, and then we'll get back to it. Save that thought. Yeah. So then (laughs) we move on very abruptly yet again to Edgar watching Jillian talk to um, this man that she had been talking to, I guess. What did you think about that? Um, he, she said something about a promise ring and how, like, the promise ring, she, does, she hasn't even thought about the promise ring mm. the whole time, and that, honestly, she doesn't feel like, she feels like she could take it off at this point. Yeah. And then Edgar's, like, he, he starts sobbing. He, his lip starts quivering. Mm, the lip quiver. <laughs> but... I, I could tell it meant a lot to him, the promise ring, and to have Jillian say that, was it really hit him deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I never, I've never understood a promise ring. That's just something that, like, has never made sense to me. So seeing him get so upset about it was kind of like, what is going on? This is a silly thing. But, you know, to a lot of people, it means a lot. It's like pretty much an engagement ring. You're just not getting married yet and it's a promise until you get engaged but it sounds like both of them have broken this promise that the ring represents Mm -hmm. so while he was crying he was talking about um Jillian's unfaithfulness and talking to other guys and he was leaving out the fact that he had also been unfaithful and so he's sobbing about this promise ring and part of me thinks, you know, maybe he's crying so much because he knows that he messed up too. But, I mean, that's just all therapist Emma <laughs> speaking. I think just trying to, you know, dive a little deeper. We definitely don't get both sides of the story from him. No. Just, it's just his side, very one-sided. Yeah, it, that, that's definitely what it feels like. Um, and then it just cuts off. We go to credits, yeah. and that's it. The other two guys don't see anything. The girls don't get a bonfire. We are not told what is going on in the show. And that is the biggest thing for me right now, is that I just don't know what's going on. Um, it seems like they kind of bank on people not paying attention while watching. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like, oh, you're with your girlfriends, you're not really paying attention very much, or maybe this is on in the background and we can skip around and not kind of worry about editing as much. That's kind of what it feels like to me because I, I am just so lost. And, like, did I do myself a disservice by not watching the last three seasons? I don't know, but I don't think that's how it should be. There's just no continuity, and it kind of... What's the word? I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, there's no continuity whatsoever. And they, they cut off at weird spots, I think, to keep it going longer. Mm. Like, it but then I feel like we lose so much information. Mm. Yeah. And then we also speculated that maybe the producers are trying to get these people drunk, and then as soon as they hit, like, the point of inebriation, that's when the cameras start rolling because that's when you get the good stuff. Because you don't really see them when they seem very coherent. It's just, like, crazy stuff is happening. We are spilling secrets to these random people we don't know. And we're also a little drunk. And I that's what we mostly get. I think they want everything that's said to be pretty 
um, emotionally charged and not mm-hmm. not like they've thought it through. S1 thinking from sourcing class, everybody. That's when you are thinking pretty fast. That's <laughs> what I got from my class. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just cuts off, and that's that is all we get. Um, there's some other fun parts in this um, journey, this episode two. Um, one of my favorites being Ash picks Taylor, who kind of looks like her boyfriend, Hanya, mm-hmm. to be on the date. And she's really, really nervous to go on this hang gliding adventure, whatever. And then afterwards, they share a nice little moment together. And then she's like, oh, well, I really want or he, I don't know if he prompted it or whatever but they just wanted to like sleep in the same bed tonight but she had a proposal what was the proposal blank or pillow wall pillow wall which doesn't work by the way and he said this is something you do when you're sleeping over at a girl's house in middle school what <laughs> what who was sleeping over at a girl's house in middle school no one. And you built a pillow wall? Like, <laughs> I mean, good for you. Boundaries, yeah. I guess. You knew that at a young age. I don't know. But there were no boundaries. They smooched a little bit. And that's all we know. The previews made it look a little bit more scandalous. But they smooched. And I, I don't know how Ash feels about that. Mm. Sydney is a loss for words. Uh, she's a know. loss for words. I don't know how she's supposed to. She said she's a very physical person. So does Hanya. Yeah. They're both really screwed because Mm -hmm. Hanya, so, okay, there are layers. There are layers to this. Hanya wanted this open relationship. Um, Ash, his girlfriend, was like, that makes me really nervous. And then he's like, during the previews, like before they even go to the island, they're talking in the kitchen. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. Talking in the kitchen. And he's like, would you be okay with an open relationship? Would you be okay if I saw other women? And she was like, I don't know. And then he was like, would you feel okay seeing other men? And she was like, well, yeah, probably. I think it's just you seeing other women that makes me feel bad. Which I think a lot of people could probably agree that's how they feel. Mm. Um, to whomever. But he and she both immediately when they split up to be in the villas like, started talking about how physical they are, how they don't know how they're going to get through this without having a physical relationship with someone. And it's just, like, what is... I mean, I don't know. Did you need to come to the show to figure that out? It seems like it was pretty easy for you guys to figure it out. It was pretty black and white. Like, if you can't handle that, then I don't think you can handle the show. Yeah. It's not going to survive the show. Yeah. If you can't handle long distance. I, I know, figuring out in your own relationship, like, privately versus on national television, I don't know. It's very uh, confusing. Another thing that Hanya said, I think, around the time, right after they chose their dates, uh, Hanya said, we don't really have any rules except be respectful. Oh, yeah, and then the girls who he, were talking, he was talking to were all nodding. They were like, yes, totally. And I'm like, What? That's a rule? That should be, like, your baseline. Yeah. I don't know. This man, he also only wears Speedos mm-hmm. to everything. I think there was a time they weren't even in bathing suits, and he was in something very similar to a Speedo. Yes. He's very comfortable in his body. Props to him. 
props to him, but uh, Speedos, a little much. Yes. So, that is how the episode played out. My hopes that it would be a little bit more self-reflective and healing and, you know, maybe a therapist comes on and talks to them because how can you heal your relationship if you are messed up at your core like a lot of these people are making it seem I'm ho I, I'm hopeful the therapists come maybe their boat just got delayed or something <laughs> 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 to Maui they definitely need to talk it out with someone who knows what they're talking about with relationships mm -hmm. but that did not happen this episode no so, um, I'm a little nervous about the rest. It, I mean, there's obviously drama. The show knew there was drama, and the initial blurb of the show, they knew drama was coming. And that's really the point of reality TV, because if there's not drama, and everyone's just kind of doing self-help stuff, then really what is the point, I guess, to the general public? I would enjoy that. I love seeing people succeed. Mm -hmm. This just kind of feels like we're driving people into the ground. I don't know. Um... But it's very, it's very nerve-wracking. Um, do you have any final thoughts? I, I'm kind of unclear on how uh, being tempted will help solve any of their problems, basically. Yeah. Like, I think if, if you're tempted, it's not going to work out. And if you are asking that question, it's probably best to just break up. But well, maybe that's the whole thing. You're surrounded by 12 women, and if you aren't tempted by any of them, then you're strong enough to be in a stable relationship. True. But how does that even make sense? I don't know how this got through production. Yeah. <sighs> so, okay. Well, it was a shorter one today, and I think for good reason. It was a little confusing. It's cut short just like the bonfire scene oh. was. If we had the bonfire scene, it would have been longer. We should just cut the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm still here. Um, yeah. So that was it for today. That was um, season one, episode two of Reality Check and episode two of Temptation Island. Um, so keep up to date with us because I am sure there's going to be a lot more going down in the next coming episodes. I am Emma Fullen. I'm Sydney Wiseman. And this was Reality Check. <laughs>